just like the Saints, I go in. <laughs> That's really good, actually. <laughs> Thanks. I mean, it's marching, but... I know. If you're a bad friend, there's no room for you in my inn. <laughs> I'm Tyler. I'm Travis. And this is Privileged Twinks. It's a podcast. Where we talk about the real housewives of Salt Lake City. Boats in Utah. <laughs> and today's episode was a lot. Was it delicious? I, I feel like this one was one of those that makes me feel conflicted. I don't know if I would call it delicious. We did get... I'm kind of happy... Well, okay. I know that the reason that all of... That Jen is always kind of on edge is because of the things that are happening to her. But, you know, like, it's been a minute. We haven't really gotten that Jen this season. And I'm glad we did. <laughs> Finally. Like the fat uh, elf on the shelf comment and the explosions and the crying. We It's been a minute. We love a quirky one-liner, but I still feel like I don't want to watch Jim. At all? No. Like just knowing what it is? Yeah. Yeah, there is a like weird energy about it all. Obviously, from just knowing that she's guilty the whole time. Yeah. I'm innocent! You're a lying criminal! They did. I did notice that, like in the last one, when they showed the next time on, they showed her saying "I'm innocent," and then they showed Angie H kind of like rolling her eyes. But I think that was just an edit. I don't think it was actually in this. That was uh, scene. The producers, like, uh, what do you call that? Possessing her body. <laughs> to yeah. <laughs> well, and it was like, it's basically, it was just a little way to like show the audience, like, oh, maybe they don't believe her, but then they do. <laughs> right. So, yeah, I don't know. I thought the whole audition thing blow up was kind of good TV. But I don't know that I like watching Heather versus Whitney blow ups. Especially because I don't think Whitney... Or no, I don't think Heather is like truly listening to what Whitney's trying to say. Right. That seems to be the issue. Kind of all around with her. Ad, ad nauseum. I... <clears throat> well, first of all, I'm still confused as to the low turnout of this. But nobody's talking about it really. Like where and they but then there was a point where in the thing they were they were talking about they loved everybody and they wanted to have everybody in the choir. And I'm like, everybody who? Did I think they, they just I wonder if they just didn't show a lot of like I wonder if they had a lot of people and they just didn't film it. No, because or, they had Jen have that whole comment last week about saying that there were more judges than people auditioning. Yeah. I think what it actually is is they just wanted to make good Like, a funny little TV moment. Like, make it like American Idol. Even though they're going to let everyone in. And I think the auditions, quote-unquote, were just Heather and her gay friends. friends. Having fun. Yeah, having fun. Oh, okay. It comes across a little obnoxious. It was a lot of homos and a lot of women. Like, it it was... To me, it was only their friends. As is tradition. The girls and the gays. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I just meant, I, it comes off as, like, just their friends. It's like, right, they, like, jump into it right away, right? At the yeah. beginning of the episode? Well, they so, kind of left the last one with all of them outside waiting to audition. Right. So who, who pops it off first? Was it Angie K and Angie H? So, we... Who's also, the other... Dan, Dana? Dana. Okay. So, basically... Wait, can we just straighten this out? Because I'm getting confused. Angie K, K is friends with... 
Jen. Jen. Like, who who is she the friend of? I think she's the friend of Jen because they and then, had the Shaw party. And then Dana house. is Heather's friend. I don't really remember how Dana who Dana knows. I'm confused by it. But in the next one, they, they show Dana with Meredith. They are clearly distinct people. But when you're watching the show and you're not focused on them, they kind of have like have similar hair, hair and they're wearing glasses and, and they like they're easy. And I'm like, who is she yelling at? They kind of both have tall faces too. Right. I was like, who? <laughs> it's hard because when I took all these notes, I wrote Angie down thinking I would know which Angie I was talking about. And I fully don't remember, but I'm pretty sure. Okay. So they show a couple um, auditions and none of them seem good. <laughs> First of all, like the randos, there was like a guy and he was like, I'm a tenor. And then he sang really badly. Oh, um, one person did good. Sort the, of. The, the Rockets regular. That was one that you him? thought was good? Was that what that he was, was singing? Tenor. Oh, wait, no. <laughs> <clears throat> it was the other one that got interrupted. I think he was singing Amazing Grace. So, ah, right. Yeah. Tomato, tomato. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I'm pretty sure they, they go outside and... Angie Harrington goes up to Dana and is like, we should talk. And I think they start talking about the whole Lisa situation. And Dana is like, I don't know if I trust you because of the things that like the lies you said about Lisa. And then she was like, and I also think, and Angie says, okay, if we're going to have this conversation, let's like not talk about Lisa behind her back. Let's like talk about it with Lisa. Yeah. Um, and then they, they kind of start going back and forth and they're like talking about how like they have all the fake accounts. Um, and Angie is like, no, my husband did that, blah, 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 blah. And then they show Dana is like, well, it's interesting that your husband like makes the account and you wouldn't know about it, especially because, oh no, this is Angie K. Especially because, um, the one time it posted you immediately liked it like within 30 seconds it yeah. shows angie harrington liked this so like the, from her main account this was the first conflicting point in my opinion is because everybody's pretty much on the same page that she's lying about this like that she knew about it yeah solely based a lot in part on the fact that her you should like i guess apparently know what your spouse is doing at all times not really. I, I agree with, like, Jen saying it's a reflection on both of you because you're married. Yeah. Um, but that was the first thing I was like, well, I mean, th- I think she's lying, to be clear. I think she knew about it. The 30-second thing. But it's weird that they had that screenshot that said 30 seconds. Who took that? Right. Like, who they must also have, saw it? They must have already seconds. suspected. I guess I just don't understand... Okay, so... Someone... Well, anyways, aside from that, <laughs> let's not go down that rabbit hole. I'm just saying, I think in this particular situation that she is lying. However, I don't think... I don't know if I would agree that just because... Like, I think a different couple, the husband could do something like that and the wife not know about it. Yeah. And vice versa. You know what I mean? But what it feels like to me is probably they both were... I bet it was, like, kind of a scheming thing. They both were like, how can we 
get back at Lisa and like blah, blah blah and then he was probably like what if we make a fake account and then she was like yeah and then he's like I can put it under my name so that if it comes back it's not on you yeah the housewife that's what it feels like to me yeah yeah, yeah. I agree that's what I'm saying in this situation I think she's like 100% <laughs> lying about it yeah I agree I feel like um I don't know I, this goes back to what I was saying last week but like why did they not why did they choose the name Jen Shaw or Shaw Exposed when they could have chose literally any username. Like, if they're trying to make a fake account, are they trying to give it, like, credibility? Like, I don't understand that. Like, just right. make up a fake name. Yeah. Why then did, nobody yeah. would really expect it, like, this is related to a cast member. I don't know. Yeah. Like, it, it would almost have more credibility if it was a random person saying these things. But I don't know. So Maybe they, they wanted to make it sound like one of the, blot, like blogs people who are on social media that actively talk con- like housewives. talk about housewives all the time i guess that's true so then whitney is like saying that it's really weird that well she says that a grown-ass man and then it shows like a picture of chris and underneath it, it says grown-ass man yeah <laughs> uh would do this and she said she's embarrassed to be like wearing the same clothes and doing the same routine with angie so it, that this... is very awkward if you didn't know yeah well, it makes me think this might be kind of the end. But it's really weird that Angie also knew that Whitney was, like, talking, like, about things that she had said and rumors she had spread. And then also is, like, shows up and just, like, la la la, we're best friends still. You know what I mean? Yes. Because Heather was, like, Heather told Angie that Whitney was the one that said that Angie had made the rumor about the jazz game. And so then Angie seemed to be mad at Whitney, but now they're, like, fully fine? I don't know. It just doesn't fully add up to me. I feel like Angie's a little coming off as, like, super fake and just trying to be, Get on the show. Yeah, and be friend... Like, weasel her way into any of the friendships she can. Mm, Or make drama with the people that she... Like, with Lisa. Yeah. Also, it was around this point... When did... At what point did we realize Angie was, like, very... Drunk. I say, yeah. I don't know what level of drunk, but she was. It was to me when like the lipstick was a little bit off, the hair was like messy, and she was like twirling around and just kind of like. Was it during this part or a little later? It was a little later, but I think at this part I started suspecting that she was drunk. Mm-hmm. Which, to be fair, there's been times, especially like if I knew I was gonna have a driver. Like, if I'm on the show and they're, they're driving me there. Yeah. There's been times where I've been like, this seems pointless. Let's pregame it. Yeah. Like, in college, mostly. But, like... I'm not judging her for it. I just think it impacts how she handled it. Yeah. Because it was a little weird, and then it was like, oh, okay. She's a little blitzed. Yeah. But, like, if people would be like, I don't know, like, let's go see a play. And then, like, we're in college. We don't have to walk. We just walk everywhere. So, we're like, should we pregame the play? For no I reason. I also don't... <laughs> yeah, exactly. I also don't know why, if her goal is to be... To get in to Friends and, like, create drama, then she should, like, go super hard on supporting people, but also, like, Scorch Earth. Like, at, maybe not fully Scorch Earth, but, like, show out, girl. Like, these people are saying things about you. Why don't you throw... Not throw hands, but, like, verbally. Right. If you want to be on the show, then that's how you do it. If that's your goal, if you're, like, then let people have it. Yeah. If you I, think I you can, you know, even if you've manipulated, created this scenario, you should be all the more prepared to lay into people. 
Yeah. So this is when Jen comes out and starts fighting um, with her because Angie K is like, hey, this is this. They're like talking about the stuff. So then Whitney is saying like she thinks it's convenient that Angie keeps saying she like can't remember things. So like she couldn't remember the uh, rumor. She couldn't remember the uh, like thing with her husband. So basically, then Jen and her start like kind of fighting. <laughs> oh, and also Whitney says, "Is this a convenience thing, or does she have a memory problem?" Um, and then Jen is like screaming, and then Angie K is like kind of also getting in it, which is Jen's friend. But then Jen screams at her to shut up, <laughs> and then like really screams at her. Right, and then she's like, "You can't." She said like that she needs to take accountability for the things that Chris is doing. Which, I don't know if that's fully, like, you can't fully expect everybody to take accountability for what your husband, like, your spouse does. Yeah, I think the choice of words here is what was the issue. Because really what they think is that she knew what he was doing. So what she should be saying is you should take accountability for what you both did. Because you were both in on it. In their, in their viewpoint. Whereas what she's saying is you take accountability for your husband. Which I don't also agree with. It does reflect on both of them. And she can't act like she's completely separate yeah. from him. Right. So. But then, so this is when they show, like, the guy singing Amazing Grace, which is just funny editing. Like, showing the juxtaposition of what's happening outside with inside. But then Heather comes out, and Angie's like, Heather, do you know my husband to be a bad guy? And Heather says no. And then, like, Jen kind of, like, shoots glances at Heather. So you can tell she's mad at her. And then Angie's like, do you know how many fake accounts there are, blah, 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 Jen is crying and, like, runs inside. And Heather's like, we need to set the record straight. Um, Jen is freaking out because of the looming stuff, like, with the court trial and stuff. And it's not really about Chris Harrington. Is what Heather comes down to. Which, I do agree Especially because the account, just because it was called Chalkspose is why Jen's mad, but it seems like it didn't actually try to do anything. I think it's called projecting, because the person who's really embarrassed the Shaw family is Jen, so. Yeah. T. Jen, maybe you should check yourself about ruining the Shaw name. Yeah, exactly. So then Lisa... And moving on from that. Lisa walks in and she's like, what's going on? Everything seems crazy. (laughs) Yeah. And she said she had to show up because she's the only one that can sing. What do you think about that? Backslash S. (laughs) What does that mean? Sarcasm. Oh, I don't know if she was being sarcastic. Oh, oh, are you serious? Are you serial? I don't know. I feel like she actually thinks she can sing really well. Huh. I thought she was joking. I mean, she was singing at home and her husband was like, yeah, that's not it. But she just was like talking about the key, I think. I know. I think. I think in a separate, um, in a separate, the one last weekend she said a week. Wow, the one last week, she said, "I'm gonna show up to support her." Like she's not really a good singer or something. Like mm. she's not. I don't know. I feel like she said that. I part of me. I want to believe that it wasn't. Her now I want to know. She yeah, <laughs> she's really good. <laughs> She can join a long list of housewives who, who also think that. <laughs> that was better than her. 
I'm really, I hope this is a, a clip that circulates on social media for like on the holiday season. I've definitely already seen it on Twitter multiple times, so I'm sure it will. I appreciate her for providing content and good job. Except RIP Twitter. Also, Lisa's still winning. You think? Yeah, Heather is losing this yeah. season so far, for sure. Like, it's not a good... Well, well I wasn't saying... In terms of the main housewives. Yeah. I think... Well, at the moment, this drama is basically Lisa versus Heather. Again, I don't think that Lisa necessarily needed to put the obituary on there. But I did like what she said, mm. which was... Yes, dead dads should be off limits, but if you're going to bring it up to make me look bad, then I should have the opportunity to bring it up to show that I wasn't in the wrong. Yeah, I agree. Although, multiple of them have said, even at this point, like Whitney, I think on Watch What Happens Live, after it aired, said, and the guest also said that they thought it was the wrong move to, yeah. to post on social media. Especially, Well, I guess maybe at the moment... A lot of people were talking about it, but to me, I kind of, like, forgot about that comment, even. Like, from the reunion. I did not. So you were harboring it against her still? No, 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 not against her, but I remember, like, that's part of their beef. I remember it, but it wasn't, like, on the forefront of my mind, like, Lisa's a bad person because she did this. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't thinking that either. I just wasn't, like... It just feels kind of random if no one was talking about it online for her to do that. But this was, they were filming this when the reunion was airing. Was that I'm right? assuming. So, yeah. I mean, I'm assuming that's why she posted it at the, the time she did. But still. Hmm. Well. Well. So, Lisa says she's there to support Heather on her mission to, like, find spirituality in her own way. And Heather in a confessional does say that she's, like, glad that, she, that Lisa showed up. And, like, it was, like, a step and saying, I want to be there for you. Yeah, but she also said she still can't stand her. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> so, I don't know. So, then Jen... So, then they all kind of are, like, in the room after the auditions. And this is when Jen comes in crying. And Lisa's like, what's wrong? And Lisa follows Jen in there. And they show Angie and Whitney doing their dance for the auditions. And oh, yeah. <laughs> so wild looking... They just looked like they were... And Angie almost fell on the twirl. Something was like... there were, It was a weird energy of like the juxtaposition of everyone like screaming and crying. Basically because of Angie. And then watching her do this like... Yeah, it was just so weird. Bizarre. Yeah. And kind of with Whitney too. But I feel like Whitney was just... There's no going back at that point. Yeah. So this is when Jen to Lisa says like... That she thinks Heather isn't really a friend to her. Which you had some thoughts on this when we were watching it. I did. That's the dumbest, stupidest thing I've heard. Heather, no, but, and they said it later in the episode. But at this, at this time I was like, Heather literally has overextended herself and her loyalty to Jen. Like, putting herself out there as an easy target to support Jen publicly. Even, before, even going so far as to say... Before we knew that she was guilty, that even if she was guilty, she would still be Jen's friend. Not be, because that's what friends do. Sort of like people make mistakes and we have to be like, <clears throat> be there to help and support and all that, blah, blah, blah. Which you, some people might agree, some people might not. But she's done all this publicly. Yeah. There's no better friend to you than Heather. 
Yeah. So this whole, I'm like, not only are you guilty, now you're being like socially stupid. Like, okay. So she, the, the account wasn't even, it's called Shaw Exposed and she's butthurt about it because it's her family name, which again, nobody has trashed more than Jen. So it wasn't even attacking her. Yeah. I mean, I don't know everything that they post. So maybe the there were they're things. only showing that one comment over and over makes you think that's the only thing they posted. The snarkiest thing that they said. And somebody later in the episode said it was all about Lisa. going after Lisa. Yeah. So you're going to get all riled up. It's because... Jeopardize your friendship with the only person, a public figure, who is going hard for you over a, a, a fake Instagram account that literally probably didn't say anything about you. Yeah. It's the thing, the, the thing with it is... I also think saying literally probably was a, a dumb thing to say. <laughs> Jen literally can't, like, she can't have some, dislike someone and allow one of her friends to be friends with that person still. Like, that's literally the root of all of Jen's drama on the show. Right. Is that someone does something that she doesn't like, and then if her friend doesn't immediately say... I'm never talking to this person ever again. Then Jenna was going to be mad at her. At them. I agree. Do you think it's true though that at this part, this is when Jen says that she, that Heather only likes that fat fucking elf on her shelf husband because he thinks, she thinks that she gets to hang out on his yachts. And because he's going to put her on a yacht and feed her. That's what it is. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Do you think that's true though? What? That, oh, no. That, that's why Heather wants to be friends with Angie? No. I don't either. Heather literally was married into a billionaire family. Yeah. Who knows how much money she has? Who knows how much money her actual family... Like, Plus she has life. friends all over the place. She has her uh, successful business. I don't think she only has one friend that's wealthy. Right. I would need <laughs> to, like... I don't think she needs to burn her self-image to get on a yacht, whatever. Yeah. Like, that's dumb. <laughs> Mm, sorry that Jen, you have to have a rental home. Oh, it's a very nice rental home. So it is very nice. It's yeah. actually. Did you ever watch Johnny Tsunami? I did not, but I remember you saying this. Uh, someone on Twitter pointed out that the her rental home is the or on TikTok, I guess her rental home is the same home that is used for filming the Disney movie Johnny Tsunami, mm. which I don't. I definitely watched that when I was, like, very little, so I don't really remember the details, but they showed, like, everything. It, like, fully is the house. Like, there's, like, no... No <laughs> question. question. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's weird to me because I feel like normally they film, like, the outside of houses, and then they film on a soundstage, like, for the interior shots. But this one, it's... No. It's inside and outside is the exact house. Mm, I don't know. Show. So, then... Um, Jen is kind of like still screaming and then, oh, in a confessional, she says that when Angie sits on Heather's lap that she might as well breastfeed her. (laughs) That was funny. I mean, Jen is good at the one-liners. Don't get me wrong. Also though, the, um, it is, I don't know, the whole lap sitting thing was weird to me. Yeah. Well, that's only because I think we have strong opinions about Angie at this point. And I like Heather a lot, so then it's like, oh, you do look bad. I feel, but, yeah. 
I feel like the whole lobstering thing was just Angie's way of being like, look what I can do. Like in front of you, Jen. I mean, I also think there weren't other seats. It's a TV show. They could have found another seat. There were seats in the audition rooms. I mean, that's true. I don't know. So then... It was... That whole scene was awkward. The whole... Yeah, keep going. So then Angie was like... Starts talking to Lisa. And basically the whole thing is Angie's like... Oh, well, my husband's... I can make up fake accounts, blah, blah, blah. Or, like, he can make up fake accounts, but, like, you're the one that was mean on Twitter. And then Lisa's like, I wasn't mean on Twitter. I just, like, proved something to, like, because my name was dragged through the mud. And I just proved... I just wanted to show that it was, like, that I wasn't in the wrong, basically. Yeah. I also don't... She also... I think it's around this point... <clears throat> there's a confessional she says where do you, what do you m- miss about your friendship with Lisa oh, yeah. and she's like eh, not much Lori <laughs> nothing yeah yeah so, and I'm like okay so why did you try to talk to her in the last episode at the at the ski thing right if you're not missing anything you were friends for 20 years and you don't you can't think of anything good to say or I mean maybe she's just being salty but I feel like if that's where the point you're at again and you've known her that long and you probably have lots of things that you can say let her have it if you really think you're in the right and lisa's in the, has wronged you tried to up, like ruin your event and now you're on a tv show where people want to be entertained i mean what are you holding back for unless you have nothing to say right which i think it's that right so because she's trying to say things like yeah. the twitter thing right but that's not actually saying anything i know i know and they <clears throat> i know they all have like probably uh, what would you call it a housewife's agreement like there's certain things that are off limits maybe you don't want to bring up things from five 15 years ago because somebody else might bring something up about you from 15 years ago yeah but at the same time like i, I get you've known this person for a long time there's i'm sure there's lots of you should be able to poke at a weak spot if you unless you really did not know that person at all yeah right yeah so what is she doing the wasting time i agree being useless uh, yeah so then the, at this part um lisa says i posted that thing on twitter because heather was using her dad's death to make me look bad and then they like shoot over the camera to meredith because it's the exact thing that happened to her last season is that they were using the date of his death to try to prove that meredith was lying about something this is like the opposite of that. She's using the date of the death to prove that she wasn't lying. That yeah. Lisa wasn't lying. But still, it is kind of weird that... I, I don't know. I feel like it's kind of like, okay, this is icky, guys. Yeah. <laughs> like, can we stop using obituaries and stuff to, like, prove right. points? Right. Um, and then, this at this point, Heather was like, said that Lisa has no friends left. And then Lisa was like, raise your hand if you're my if you're not my friend. And then only Heather and Angie raised their hands. Right. Not even Meredith. You're right. But I think because it, it's petty. It is petty. It was a petty thing to say and to do. Which it's also kind of petty to be like, raise your hand. <laughs> but it did prove the point. Yeah. <clears throat> I, I think, really <clears throat> Go ahead, I'm sorry. I think at this point Heather just isn't gonna get over what Lisa posts on Twitter, and that's that. Yeah. I just think it's all emotional and she's not making much sense. But because I think, really, her... She's not expressing, really, what she's bothered about. It's, like, covered in this, like, he said, she said type situation. You mean Heather or Lisa? Heather. 
I think it's just like it's a sensitive topic. And maybe she's embarrassed because she was wrong. I mean, she didn't. She said on the reunion that it was like two days after. Yeah. It was the day of. And you can't. I wouldn't expect somebody not in the family to know like intimate details about your family members passing. Yeah. Especially when you're like Heather and Lisa weren't friends. Right. She also says they're not friends now and they weren't friends then. So why would you think that she would know? She also says basically that the whole thing was kind of fake and and genuine for her to even be texting her. But I think that's wrong to say that or feel that way. Yeah. It's because she doesn't, it's just because that's what I'm saying. I it's, she's not making sense because there's something else. Like she's what she's really mad, like upset about. She's not expressing it. Well, yeah. And we talked about this last night, too, when we were watching, but, like, if Lisa would have said nothing, like, her dad passes, or her dad, she knows, is sick, and Lisa says nothing, then that's, that would, then they could say that. Right. Oh, when my dad was dying, you literally weren't weren't there for me at all. Everyone else texted me, but you didn't. Right. So, which do you want? Damned if you do, damned if you don't. So, I'm team Lisa on that, even though I agree that the obituary thing... I think it could have been a tweet of, here's proof that I didn't text her dad. Like, I didn't text after the fact. I texted it before. Okay, she could have also said in Just the, the screenshot. She could have also said in the tweet, right, I, I don't want to bring up a personal, personal, like, a family member's passing, but I, did, she could have, like, at least added something in there yeah. like that. Or, but really, not done it on social media. She could have asked Heather yeah. to clarify it because first, and been like, "If you don't, then I will." Yeah, because she was obviously wrong. And Heather, and I think she starts to over. There's a couple things she says over the episode where she starts like to say that she was wrong, but I, I, she hasn't like she's not. I don't think she's at the point where she fully wants to admit it. Yeah, because it's a difficult topic. Yeah. Oh, so then. We go to New Day, and Seth and Meredith are in the bathtub. <laughs> I I know. I said, I, I was like, ah, this feels right. Because this they were so sexual in the last season. I was like, but I wasn't, uh, I was like, oh, we're back in the tub. I'm not mad at it. <laughs> Just can't be in the tub every scene, guys. I feel like, so then... Well, so she was, like, talking about Brooks, and they didn't even really get to what she was talking about with Brooks. But then Seth is like, don't put your foot in my taint when you're talking about our children. Yeah. And then... She just slid her foot under his butt. I know. But then... I just don't like the word taint. But then they were talking about uh, the... They were talking about the whole, like, Finsta thing. And she was basically relaying to Seth who's mad at who. And then he was just like, I think we need to get Jen and Heather and Coach all in the bathtub with us and work it out. What? Would you get into a bathtub with them? No. No. Naked? I mean, there's bubbles. No. Hmm. I don't... Seth is still not my favorite. Yeah. Although I, I think he's matured. At least he, he knows what... It, to say in the right times at, in the in this season more than the last. And it's truly wild how, like, I know it's been, this is the third season, but it is a, like, pretty quick feeling 180 from where they started. Because season one was rough. And not the roughest depiction of a, an unhappy marriage in the Housewife franchise ever, but at the same time, 
they seemed very close to divorce. Yeah. At the beginning. And now for she was basically saying, like, she doesn't like when he goes on trips because she just misses him so much. And they're, like, they're always happy together. So it seems, like, genuine. Yeah. I, I kind of forgot about that. Yeah. They've really, like, the boat has turned around and is sailing the opposite direction. <laughs> I want to watch season one again. No. I think it was only, like, what, 12 episodes? I don't know. No, I thought they did, like, oh, wait, did they do a short season? I can't remember. They, I think they always do a short season, first season. Not always. I'm pretty sure it was pretty short because yeah. we binged it really quickly. And then we were so happy that the second season was, like, 25 episodes. True. Okay. So then we get, we see Heather and her business partner, they're like looking at the new Beauty Lab space. This whole thing, I think, was basically just to show like how big Beauty Lab's getting, because that was like a huge space. Yeah. And they're building it from scratch, so it's, well, I'm assuming it's like a... An apartment a, building, and they, the businesses are down. Or maybe it's a whole... It's a business being, a whole <clears throat> business building being built, and they're claiming one of the spots. Right. So, I'm assuming they're just leasing it, but still. Yeah. Um, and then we get Lisa and John going to this restaurant, and the main thing from this was that she was like, do you have anything with tequila on the menu? And then he's like, yeah, we actually had this Lavenda Vida uh, margarita, and then she was like, oh my god, that sounds great. And then he was like, yeah, it's actually one of our best selling, and then he goes away, and then she's like, I don't think he knows that's our tequila. (laughs) <laughs> I don't think he does. <laughs> and then he brings it to her and she's like, I made this. Which would just confuse the fuck out of me if I was a server and I brought someone a drink and they Did said, she say I don't remember her saying she that? She said I made this and points at the drink. <laughs> I would be like, What? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. But pause. Okay. I don't have to be really bad. I feel like, honestly, the reason they showed this whole scene was that the Lisa's sister's divorce thing is going to keep getting bigger and bigger. Mm. Yeah. Why else? Bring it in. Yeah. And, like, a whole dinner Mm -hmm. just to show that. I mean, the tequila thing was funny, but, like... And the irony that she's sad because multiple sisters are divorced. One is divorcing. And her being sad about that is putting stress on her own marriage. Yeah. And her relationship with God. Yeah. Apparently. Which last night during the episode airing, she tweeted, I heart God. Yeah. I mean, I think, listen, (laughs) I think a relationship, is that the right word? Being spiritual is grounding for a lot of people. So I think it's good if that's the type of person that you are, whatever your belief is, like having, holding values and beliefs in a higher being uh can really help people to like deal with life so i think that's what she was saying is that like her she maybe used to be better about being in balance with herself because she used her faith to keep herself in a good spot and right now she's not doing that that's what i got from it do you think it's do you think that the sister thing is actually harming her relationship right now you think that's what they were implying yeah Oh, I didn't get that fully. He was saying it's putting a lot of stress on us. Oh, true. It sounds like when she talks to her siblings about these issues, that it puts her in a bad place. Yeah. And they're making it sound like, it's not like an empathetic, oh, I'm so, like, I'm sad for you. It's more like she actually also becomes 
sad. sad and upset. Yeah. And then, you know, you have your husband and children who are like, nothing's really happened, but you're in a bad mood. Or not sense. a great play- headspace. Yeah. I also think, obviously it's different than abuse, but this is how, it seems like later that this is how that her and Whitney are going to start like bonding more. Huh. Well, okay, we can get to that part. So, but first we go to Jen's Jen's place, and she's talking about how she was like the Polynesian Ryan Seacrest, <laughs> and Coach is like, you mean Regina Seacrest? <laughs> she's like, who? And he's like, you know, Regina is the female version of Ryan, which doesn't make any sense. No. What would it be? It would just be Ryan. <laughs> yeah. Ryan's also a girl name. So then, anyway. But she says that, and she's like, you just made that up. Yeah. So then, they're talking about the auditions, and everything that went down there. Uh, This is the second time that Chris is called a grown man. And Shaw, Coach is basically like... Giving a motivational speech. Well, yes. But he's also like, this is the... I, I understand this, what he's saying. It's like... Eventually, there's so much compounded on each other. Like, what's the straw that breaks the camel's back? What what comment is going to break Jen? What comment might cause her to do, like, self-harm? Things like that. Yeah. Which... This was just a worried husband. Yes. Wanting to protect his wife. I think it's more like... Angie's whole point in this whole thing was... Okay, my husband made this account, but, like... It's not the only one. The things that my husband did by naming his account that aren't the reasons that you're going to jail, all, all this stuff. But coaches, the Sharif is basically saying that, like, just even though that might be true, just you also being someone Jen knows, right. adding on to the hate, the speculation, all that stuff is factoring into it, like, does affect her. Yeah. And it affects the family. And yeah. It's like making things worse. Even if you think, oh, one account's not doing anything. If, if everybody thought that, but there's 100,000 of them, then it is. Yeah. So, I agree with him in this part. And he says, like, if you're going to make something like that so public, then you need to make a public apology. True. Well, I guess he did apologize on the show. Really, his his um, apology to Jen was over the phone. So he should, I guess. Do you think he's saying he should do it on Instagram? I think he's. Yeah, I think that's what they're saying. Like yeah. he should do it on his personal Instagram or Angie's, whoever has the most public facing. Or on just do it from Shaw Expose. <laughs> Everybody knows now. I wonder if it still exists. I doubt it. I really, I'd be surprised if it was still active. What do you think about Heather's, um, sorry, I wasn't sorry then, but I'm sorry now, flowers? She sent Jen flowers. Right. I didn't really get the, the, uh, I, sorry, I wasn't sorry then, like. But I'm sorry now. Like, I, I get her sending flowers because her friend's upset and she doesn't want her to be, but I don't know, I don't know. I don't know if she should be sorry. Should she be sorry? I mean, obviously Angie's and her husband are kind of POSs at this point. Yeah. In my opinion. But at the same time, like, Heather's 
Jen knows that Heather's friends with her, and Heather's friends with Jen. Like I said, like again, Heather's been the best friend to Jen, and Angie. Apparent as far as we know, nothing. the The only thing that's been done to Jen from this account was being named after her. Yeah. And her family. I just don't think... So I don't... I, I could see why Heather would be like, it's really... It's not a big... Like, why would... I don't know that Heather should burn her friendship with Angie. All other things aside, if it was just this one issue... <clears throat> if it was just this one issue, I don't know that you should expect Heather to burn her friendship with Angie. Because you're having an overreaction. Yeah, I don't think so either. But I just think that Heather needs to, like... In the moment, decide what she wants to do. Like, you can't just be, like, letting this girl on your lap and all this stuff and then be, like, a day later, send flowers and say you're sorry. But I think she just was, like, well, Jen was obviously upset, more upset than I thought she would be. And she's just trying to make it better. I guess. I'm kind of, like, Heather Train is burning for me. (laughs) I'm so fickle. I did look it up. Shockspose is still a thing, but Jen follows it. Oh. And it, like... Was posting just a bunch of things on its story today, but it says they were. I don't. It has a little thing that says new, which makes me think that probably they took it over. He deleted the account, and then someone else realized the name was there, and then took it. Oh, that's what. It, if I had to guess, that's kind of smart because a lot of people are going to be looking it up. True, and I guess Jen doesn't care anymore about it. <laughs> what if Jen took it over? Right, exactly. followed herself. Right, <laughs> that'd be wild. Um, okay, so then Lisa and Whitney bring their kids to basketball. Um, Lisa's really bad at it. <laughs> and then they send them off to go, like, scootering, which I thought was funny because they don't scooter next to each other. They're, like, scootering on opposite sides of the park. So, like, they're not really trying to be friends. <laughs> the kids. They showed them together, though, after that. So then... I mean, it doesn't really matter. Their their mom are work Their moms are work friends, at the least. Yeah. So then they show Justin being like Mr. Mom because he doesn't have a job right now and Whitney's the only one making money. Uh, and he's like learning how to use the washing machine. What did he say to the washing machine? Like, was he like amazing? I don't know. What did he say? Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> and then Whitney starts talking about like how it's kind of hard on her to be the only one making the money and it's like making her worried. And then Lisa's like, you can't take that on, and you can't take on other people's, like, pain. But then she's, like, talking about how she's taking on her sister's pain. Um, and then Whitney's like, you can't do that. Like, <laughs> like... Just, just stop, guys. Be better. <laughs> she's like, I know, like, I've gone through so much with my family, too, and it's like, I can't take on how other people feel about it. I have to figure out how I feel about it. And then Lisa's basically like, how do you do that? And Whitney's saying she, like, talks to her siblings on a regular basis to, like, try to deal with the things that she has been going through. Yeah. Um, And then this is when Lisa says, like, well, she wants to be better. Like, she, in the same way that Whitney's being better about, like, actually having these conversations with her family, she wants to be better about having um, conversations with God, I guess. Um, And then... This is when Lisa says the thing of, like, I didn't want to bring up Heather's dad, but if she's going to be the one to do it first, then I feel like I have the right to do it, too. Yeah. 
So then Whitney said that she thinks that her and Lisa have a lot in common. Um, that she loves Heather and would love to keep her friendship with her, but this whole thing has just been, like, really hard on her. And she says that, like, they used to talk every day, apparently, which mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Um, but that Heather didn't even call her after uh, Justin got fired. Do you think... Do you think it is reasonable that Heather didn't see it? Doesn't know? They showed a lot of headlines the last episode. I don't know. I don't know how... it's Apparently it's only been two weeks <clears throat> since Still. Arizona. And so he... Between then... So I don't know how many days has it's been since this has happened. Yeah. If it's been a handful, maybe. But I... I mean, I don't know. I, I would think somebody would send it to her. Or mention it. I don't know. It's hard. I think it's possible. It depends on... I feel like to really know, you'd have to know the person. Like, is this person really... Because I'm sure some people avoid headlines and and gossip things for their own sanity. Yeah. I just know that, like, my... Even just my Twitter feed, when I get on it, I see everything about Housewives. Like, it knows. Yeah. Especially if I was on it. Yeah. I would think that it would be there. Just in the feed. Like, although... She did I, seem surprised by it. Yeah, but I don't, she kind of cried a little bit, too. Yeah. So, Whitney goes over to Heather's house, and it seems like, at the beginning, Heather, like, hugs her and, like, is kind of wanting to make it things better. Yeah. Um, and then Whitney is basically saying that Heather didn't call her about Justin getting fired. Yeah. And Heather says she didn't know. Um, and then Whitney was like, I was glad that you had that choir auditions because I was glad that I could like show up and be there for you. And she's basically just trying to say that like, we, we still have these issues to work out, but I like wanted to be there for you and I want things to be better. And then Heather immediately is like, oh, well, I'm glad I threw that event so you could be the hero and be there for me, even though I'm the shitty friend. What do you think about that? Womp womp. <laughs> I, I, it's not, I don't, watching the scene, I don't feel like that's what Whitney was trying to do. I agree. But I could see how somebody could latch on to that. Especially if you were in a, <clears throat> especially if you're a person, like, <laughs> sometimes I do things like that where you assume the worst. Um, yeah. Like, I always read text messages a lot of times in, like, the worst tone. Really? Yeah. Not always. Or, like, work messages. I'm like, how's this person saying? And I would always, like, just assume the worst. It's like a natural instinct, I guess. I don't know. Maybe I'm damaged for some way. But, Mm. so, somebody that you're beefing with coming in and being like, I've been there to support you and you've done... I could see how she was feeling... That narrative. <clears throat> yeah. Although I don't think it really matched with what was happening. Yeah, I agree. So then Whitney is like, I also wanted to bring up the Lisa thing. <laughs> and then Heather kind of jumps on her throat for that. Yeah, that Before was a mistake. Bringing up the Lisa thing. Yeah, yeah she should have done that. But I do agree with Whitney where she's like, so I'm not even allowed to say Lisa's name without it being like, and like you thinking that I'm taking Lisa's side on something. You're beefing with somebody, and they're also bringing up somebody else you're beefing with? Yeah, that was a bad move. (laughs) Bad move. Yeah. So, basically, the way that this ends is 
Heather's like, oh, so you're going to come into my house, call me a liar, call me a bad friend, and then, like, expect me to just be like, sorry, and then be done with it? Like, no. And then she, like, slams the door and says bye and, like, throws her microphone off. Yeah. So, she's not going to have a hot mic moment. She did her job today. Heather? That's what she said. (laughs) She said, I did my job. I'm done. I let you come over to my house and film. (laughs) Now leave. It's so awkward, though. Between, like, two used-to-be best friends, um, a slam the door and goodbye, get out of my house. What do you think? It wasn't that bad. It was that bad. That's literally what happened. She didn't slam the front door, and she didn't tell her to get out of my house. But it was very clear that she... said goodbye, Whitney. Yeah. And uh, Whitney... Goodbye, Kyle! And Whitney hid in a room. I feel like Whitney said... There's something else going on. And I don't know if it's something else secret. I just think maybe the pressure of everything. The book. With her family. Family. And maybe she just doesn't handle this type of conflict. Because we really haven't seen... We really haven't seen like this type of direct conflict with Heather. Yeah. She's always like on the periphery with it. She also said that like she's done a lot of things in the past that don't seem to be... I don't know. I feel like she doesn't really understand what's changed, too. Yeah. Like, she's like, nothing's changed with me, but yet people used to, like, be friends with me, and now they're not being friends with me. Yeah, what you, what I used to do isn't working. Mm-hmm. So then, we get on the next time on, I guess, to go skiing again. <laughs> I'm kind of bored with the skiing. I mean, they live in the mountains. I guess. So then... At least they're not... I mean, other housewives, it's just constant. It used to be, like, restaurant after restaurant after restaurant scene. That's true. So. Then they go to... They show choir practice, and they are not singing well at the practice. (laughs) (laughs) And then it looks like Lisa and Heather are still going to have a little bit of beef. Angie K tells Jen that Dana said that Jen was bullying people at the auditions. Mm Mm-hmm. So then Jen and Angie call Meredith to invite them to go to San Diego. And then Meredith's like, look who I have with me. And it's Dana. And then Jen is like, oh, I would have invited you except you were talking shit about me. And it looks like there's a whole blow up there. Mm -hmm. Because isn't Dana the one that says something about... Later? Uh Uh-huh, yeah. I'm I'm thrilled. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, apparently... I think on the season trailer they showed Dana saying something about like you're gonna need all the friends you can get when you're in prison basically mm-hmm. which she wasn't wrong about nope but it is interesting because I felt like at choir rehearsals Dana was kind of on Jen's side it seemed a little bit like maybe it was more she was not on Angie's side yeah then it was Jen being like pro Jen also screaming at Angie K to shut up is bullying. Yeah. Although like, Angie, you're did you see Angie, your own friend? Did you see Angie K doing the hand thing when uh, Angie H was talking? The friends that she was trying like, to bring it. She was like doing this to her. Oh my god, that would have infuriated me. Like saying like stop talking. Yeah, with she's your like hand, like a puppet, sock puppet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know this is a. I'm doing the motion audio. and I forgot that people can't see it. I'm just like you know. <laughs> I was trying to describe you know. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways, that was the end of the episode. I feel like that was that was the best episode in like maybe three or four episodes. Don't you think? Two. Yeah, two. Two? 
Do you think it, it wasn't the best one of the season, though? Uh, no. Which one do you think is the best one of the season? I don't know. <laughs> I, my final thoughts on it at this point, I'm not, I'm still pro Lisa. I think Lisa's doing great. Me Meredith's too. in a good spot. <clears throat> um, I. Jen? I don't want to talk about Jen. <laughs> Uh, Heather. I do like that the friends of are starting to to bring it a little bit. I'm not off the Heather train because even like heard that beauty lab segment. She's very I still like all the good qualities are still there. Yeah, I think she's just not the best. Maybe this will be a learning experience for her. Yeah. Uh, but I also think there's two like sometimes between housewife fights, it's like. Sometimes it's like, okay, one person is clearly wrong, and the other person... Like, I with Heather and Whitney, while I think Heather said something she shouldn't have said, I still think um, there's there were things on both sides that were like... Yeah. You still maybe it's a little... It, it might not with, be, like, equally equal wrongs, but, like, they were both wrong. You're still not on board with why Whitney was really mad in the first place. No, I understand why she was mad in the first place. But there were other things... That that whole other situation, most of that night was Whitney's fault. Agreed, yeah. With the jazz tickets. But w- Heather was very... Mean. Uh, what's right? <clears throat> mean. <laughs> I guess, yeah. <laughs> Not understanding, very belittling about her actual situation, which was part of the root of the issue. Yeah. Whitney had unrealistic expectations and was projecting a lot. But Heather should have been better. As a good friend, she shouldn't have... She, she should have been more caring. Yeah, and so aware. Even even if she still disagreed with what Winnie was doing, she still could have like she, pep- she could have balanced you. that with. I know you're going through a lot right now, and I'm really sorry about that. This is still the wrong place, wrong time. Type, yeah. you know, something along those lines. Instead of like going full, <laughs> you know, like yeah, what? So, but I still think. So I don't. That's part of the reason why I'm like I'm not off the Heather train. I just think they need to like figure it out. Yeah. I don't know if they will, though, because it's been a while. <laughs> I know. And I don't think they do have it. fully. Yeah. Well, that's the end of the episode. If you enjoyed this episode of Privileged Twinks, go ahead and subscribe, rate and review us if you want, and definitely share it with any of your friends that also listen to Salt Lake. I mean, watch Salt Lake and listen to podcasts. And... I am Tyler. And I'm Travis. And thank you so much for listening. Thank you. Bye. Bye.